Okay. Oh my god, well, that's a lot. Yeah, there's four doses. There's a hundred capsules. Wait, four, oh, so you can, wait, so what, a dose is 25 capsules? That don't sound right to me. So, <laughs> so it, it didn't sound right to me either, but so the capsules I got were 500 milligrams, but just because they're 500 milligrams doesn't mean that's how much you put in them. And so I have a scale and we weighed them and we zeroed it out. I got a half ounce, which is like 14 something grams, which yeah. is four doses. Cause you want to take about 3.5. Yes. So 14 grams. And then, so you put the 14 grams in a hundred capsules divided by it's, we waited out. We did the math. It was, it was uh, Steve and his friend. I need a code name quick. Come up with something. Jack. <laughs> Jack. Steve and his friend Jack uh, were here last night and um, they're both very mathy. And so they, we were all doing numbers and scale stuff. And they said it looked like I had a drug ring that I was like running something like packing things and making capsules. And yeah, it was <laughs> good <fun>. for you. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And so, yeah, I, I like that. It's in a blue Mason jar. Thank you. God, I, I, yeah, I try to be cute sometimes, but yeah, look at that. Damn. Look at that. Right. Like, I'm so, yeah, I'm so fucking pumped. Anyway, I have this Avenue now. So the next time we're together, we can shroom. And if you would, yeah, it's like, oh we my can God. just take the pills and then trip. It will be great. Yeah. Pills. So nice. I, right. I don't fucking chew that. Like got them out of the bag and I was like oh these fucking stink like yeah it's like oh you're eating fucking dirt <laughs> yeah and it wasn't like the worst smell but it wasn't pleasant and it was just like well and it was funny because once I got them out of the bag everyone's like oh so that's why you're doing the capsules because yeah that would be disgusting this just doesn't smell like it would be good to eat and I was like, yeah, no. Steph said she was nauseous the entire fucking time. So like, yeah, yeah. I could. I was like, I can't do. It, I can't do. It, I can't do it. And they're like, you need to just power through. Oh, oh I mean, okay, God, isn't that fucking life as a woman in America though? Like, just power through. It's fine. You'll be okay. It's like, will I though? Yeah, I was so. very okay actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gilda, and I'm Steph. And this is Saturday Night High, the podcast where we smoke up and we talk about Saturday Night Live. Yes, we're talking about season 46, episode 14, which aired last night, February 27th, 2021. Um, it was hosted by, and the musical guest was, Nick Jonas. Double duty, which I'm always wary of, and it generally works out, but... Again, last night, I was surprised because it's always the hosts that I'm like, oh, God damn it. All right, fine. I guess we'll do this. That they surprised me. Wow. You had no, no expectations for Nick Jonas. The bar was on the ground, I guess. <laughs> the, the bar was very low, but I was, I, he did really well. Like the top half of the show, he wasn't in a ton, but like, oop, nope. That was, I turned my volume on so I knew when you were ready. So when you texted, I could hear a ding as opposed to Smart. just like, but because I was reading. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, so Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. Oh my God. His songs. I didn't expect it. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> I, I didn't expect him to be good at this. No. And the songs, the first one I kind of ignored slash was mocking because I was like, okay, buddy, Spaceman, are you trying to be David Bowie? Because like there, there's a star man living in the sky. He'd like to come and meet you, kept- but you know, you think he'd blow blow your minds um but and then it's like okay so is he doing david bowie or then is he doing the weekend with Starboy? and it's like he's spaceman and i was like what the fuck you look like a car mechanic i don't know what's going on there are lasers i need to keep packing my pellets like i'm that's what i'm gonna do during this performance but what about rocket man that's what i was thinking of oh right and he was right, right fucking rocket man and he was wearing at some point some glittery ass jacket. And I'm like, okay, so who do you think you are? David Bowie, Elton John, or The Weeknd? Like, I don't know what you're going for here, but it's like a mix of that with car mechanic buzz cut. Oh my God. I liked the Sorry. song. I, some of the lyrics are kind of good. I was like, whoa, Nick Jonas, go off. But anyways, oh my God, we need to start at the top, okay. which was- Cold open. Yes, go. So you think you can get the vaccine. Um, a game show hosted by Dr. Fauci Kate. Dr. Fauci, um, <laughs> which he said he was ever he said he was like the newest celeb hall pass. Which my mother has the largest fucking crush on Dr. Fauci. It is absolutely adorable, hilarious, kind of weird. She's just like, oh, I need like when they were doing the briefings way back when at the beginning of quarantine. She's like, oh, it's Fauci time. I have to go and would like hang up on FaceTime because Dr. Fauci had just come on the screen in a fucking briefing. And I'm like, wow, thanks, mommy. Great. That's my dad with Rachel well, with Rachel Maddow. I mean, to though... be fair, that's me with Rachel Maddow. So. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. He's so, like, do you think she'd be interested in a guy like me? I'm like, I don't, absolutely not for so many reasons, dad. Right. But... <laughs> right. I mean, for the fact that she doesn't like men. Like, I, I'm sorry, dad, no. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so anyway, so you think you can get the facts? Yeah, I mean, I've already gotten round one and I'm getting round two on s- next Saturday. Oh my God. Wow, my that's weekends so nice. I'm so are- eligible. Ugh. Well, I, I didn't think I was eligible either, but my healthcare provider was like, oh, pre-existing conditions, yet you. So, nice. Yeah. So I'm if thinking it's- to, go on. I was gonna say, if it's true that in New Jersey, they're giving the vaccine to people who smoke, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I, they are, I believe. Because Give it to me, bro. Are, I need that. Right? It's like, fuck you. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I do need that. Um, I, I, Ironically, not upset because this means I can now smoke pot without fear of COVID death. It, it, I, I, it's been a fear for the past year. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'll there still were- fear it no matter what. Well, right. I mean, I'm still going to be afraid, but it's like if I'm 95% protected and if I get a third, because apparently the Pfizer and Moderna are saying that a third shot can keep you protected from the South African variant. So uh, it's like, fuck it. All right. Um, Anyway. Yeah. It was famous governors. It was, oh my God, we're 12 minutes in and we haven't gotten through the cold open. Fuck me. We're talking about it. We've already talked Uh, extensively about this cold open. Okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Just gaslight everyone. Okay, sorry. Um, no, anyway, it was famous governors. It was Gavin Newsom, who was played by Alex Moffat. Andrew Cuomo was portrayed by Pete Davidson, which was fucking perfect. And uh, Gretchen, Whitmer, Gretchen Whitmer was portrayed by Cecily Strong. There were a bunch of CVS slams in there, which was fucking great. Um, and then there was something about 
uh, CVS, it was like, there was a joke about like what you go to CVS for. And I, I mean, there was a joke about plan B and it was like, yeah, I've bought plan B at CVS. That's, that's, that checks. I mean, where else would you buy it? That's where I would go. That's where I bought mm-hmm. my pregnancy test. <laughs> yeah. I, oh dear. Yeah. Aren't those special? It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's like you're getting a pregnancy test at a really weird time of day. And like the clerk, it's like, is try it's like looking at you judgmentally, but trying to not look at you judgmentally. And you're just kind of like, oh, just, I just want to get home and pee on a stick. Like, I don't think any yeah. time of day is not a weird time. Of I day. mean, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I, but the thing is, is that I'm also neurotic enough that I have a few under my counter just for shits and giggles because, you know, anxiety and I, I have an idea. Do they expire? I like. I, I mean, like, I think it's like years down the road, like, you know, it takes like a year to expire, but I'm anxious enough often that I'm like, you know what? I don't know. I, I, I feel weird. I should probably do this. I'm, I'm never pregnant. So anyway, <laughs> fucking struggles. Me neither. <laughs> I appreciated the Kirkland vaccine joke. Fucking Costco. Yeah, that's actually pretty funny. We were talking about going to Costco today. Um, later. <laughs> nice. Because somebody got a membership. I'm so excited. Um, Woo! That yeah. is honestly like I got. We got ours like two years ago, and it was like the most adult feeling. And buying things in bulk is the most like it's like oh shit! I just bought like 120 Tide Pods. Okay, I just bought 30 rolls of bathroom tissue. Like it feels adult. I love. Costco. It makes sense. They have a straight ass booze aisle at ours. It's just beer. It's great. Nice. Anyway. I was gonna say I related to um Ego Notum's character wanting the vaccine just to hook up with somebody. Yo, she's like, yo, I need this. I'm gonna pop. It was great. So great. Oh yeah, Eddie Bryant played Ted Cruz, which at this point it's like okay, we've seen this a few times over the past week. Although I suppose there was the whole fucking Cancun thing, but again, eh, it's like the Cancun still- thing was well two weeks ago, right? The Cancun thing was two weeks ago, but then Ted Cruz went to CPAC. It was like, wow, Orlando is awesome. Cancun's nicer, and it was like or not as nice as Cancun. And it was like, uh, no. And they pointed that out in Weekend Update that you can't make those jokes. Anyway, first come yeah. first stab was great. Um, Mikey Day portrayed an old man who won a vaccine and then couldn't figure out how to sign up for his online. Or you didn't win the vaccine. You won the You're just trying to figure out how to get it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's really all, right? We went into Nick Jonas's monologue, which turned into like a musical theater Broadway number called Drink With Me um, about drinking during, drinking during coronavirus, which, I mean, didn't we all just fucking drink like fishes at the beginning of that? It was just like, well, there's nothing else to do and it's four o'clock or let's wait till 4.30 and then we'll make a cocktail. It'll be an early evening thing. And it's like, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, a lot of excuses going around <laughs> during quarantine. There, there really fucking were. But you know what? We don't have to call them excuses. They're just whatever. There was a day where we made cocktails at like noon. I think it was a Saturday, but it was still like, you know what? Just fuck this. Just yeah, fuck we definitely did that. Yeah. Who cares? Time fake. It was here's to spending 50 weeks in bed. Here's to making friends in your head. I liked that one. That was good. And the monologue was short, but it was very good. There was no fat to trim. It was just, it was funny. They sang. And Nick Jonas was like, I'm here. Stick around. And I was like, oh, that's cute. 
So yeah, it was like it was short, and Kevin made a little appearance in the audience, which was cute. I was wondering where the fuck Joe was, but whatever. I think he's probably in the UK with his wife Sophie, who just had a baby. You know. Oh. Sometimes they lived in Britain. Queen of the North. I think they do, but I may be completely wrong on that. But yeah. <laughs> Kevin's in, yeah, Kevin made more sense. He's in New Jersey. Um, he is? Yeah, he lives in, I think he lives in New Jersey. Yeah. The hell? Yeah. Okay. He, ma- he married like some like non famous Guidette and they have like three or four kids and they live in a mansion in the suburbs in Jersey. Yeah. Uh, he has, a, he has at least, at least three, I think. He has his own Jones Brothers. Oh, he only has two children. Never fucking mind. Don't listen to me. <laughs> so the first sketch of the night was this workout mirror sketch, um, which honestly, I didn't really love. And the fact that it was the first sketch of the night, I was like, oof, a little scared. Honestly, I mean, it was a lot like, I, I it felt very familiar in terms of like David S. Pumpkins or, um, oh God, who was it? I think it was... Oh God, what's his name? Curb. Larry David. Excuse me. Larry David, he was playing like, it was a training thing with the FBI and he was like, can a bitch get a donut? And it was really funny. It had that vibe to the sketch. It did. And it was a little bizarre. Honestly, I wasn't really into it until Pete Davidson popped up in the background as Azuzel who was like a demon in the gateway to hell, but he was like doing workouts in the virtual workout mirror. And I was just like, all right, fuck Pete Davidson. It's just like, he's becoming the new Keenan in terms of like, he doesn't have to be the focus of the sketch. He can just be a random pop-up character in the background. And he took that sketch from, eh, okay, they're opening the show with this to, oh, that's fucking funny. I don't know what the hell he's doing, but it's making me laugh. Yeah, I fucking love when Pete Davidson gets into all these, like, costumes and shit. It's just a lot of fun. Um, although, I don't know. I tried to look up what Azuzel was, and it seemed like it must have been something obscure because I couldn't find a single damn thing. At first, when I saw him, I thought he was Nosferatu, but turns out that was not the case. You learn something new every day, folks. Um, so, I took that to be like just kind of a Beelzebub, like kind of devil sort of demon thing. And they just came up with the name Azuzil because I too Googled it. When I found nothing, I'm like, okay, this is just nonsense. It just sounds evil. So. Yeah. That's kind of the conclusion I came to. <laughs> um, yeah. The whole sketch itself, I felt like had a bit of a complicated setup. Maybe I was just like a little bit too high, but I was it, having trouble following along. It took a while to get there. It really did. Yeah. Um, also there was Kate stuck in the mirror because she had been rude to a fortune teller, which I thought was pretty funny. I have recently, um, gotten into like tarot card readings, not doing them, just having them read to me is nice enough. (laughs) I I don't know what the fuck you do with, with them and what they all mean until somebody tells me. And I believe I am a believer. Yeah, a friend of mine once did a reading for me, and then she tried to get me to lose my virginity to her and her boyfriend. It was very weird. Yeah, I, which, I mean, in hindsight, might have been fun, but I don't think so. I know. Anyway. That's wild. It was very wild. Um, yeah. 
that was pretty much it. It was just like a workout mirror slash possession sketch, which Mikey Day ended up in the mirror because he summoned the demons. They were like, repeat after us. And I was like, oh, it was like, I knew where it was going. And it was just like, all right, here we go. So ended predictably, but it made me giggle. So yeah, of course. Um, The next sketch was something that I knew you and I both enjoyed. Oh my God. The murder show song. murder shows murder shows gonna watch a murder show yeah or whatever the tune was it was i related to this fucking sketch so much the amount of nights i have done laundry and just put it in a pile next to me on the floor slash couch and folded it while listening to some tales of murder and sometimes they do it with true crime podcasts because as they said you know now you're fully down the rabbit hole like you, you have i love that so documentary much. oh my god it was so good it was so fucking on point it was just i don't know it was relatable it was funny they had some really god there was their outfits were so nice too their outfits were fucking on point. Everybody cast in this was perfect. It was Kate McKinnon, Ego Nuodum, Chloe Feynman, and Melissa Villasenor. And Nick Jonas played the boyfriend who, like, or husband or whatever, he left for the night. And then he came back and he sees his partner who has just binged all these murder shows. He's like, did you watch murder shows all night? And she's like, maybe. And he's like, you know what you gotta watch and it breaks into cult shows cult shows gotta watch those cult shows and then he's dressed as keith ranieri from the vet like it was or not from the vow from nexium but like <laughs> he was dressed as keith ranieri in his volleyball get up with the sweatband it was just like oh no this is so icky it's so perfect i love it so yeah i was shrieking and laughing until i fucking cried at this because it was so well cast the rhymes were on point too like the lyrics they, they, yeah they, they they yeah the lyrics thank you the it was like oh, they yeah. rhymed something with munchausen by proxy it was like god damn this is good like those are the pieces that you feel people have been working on for a while and perfecting but oh my god yeah. i loved it it was so good and it ended with melissa via senor of course coming on and being trying to talk about baking shows and everyone was like Mm-mm, no <laughs> no um yeah and the next sketch was cinderella on disney plus i thought the casting was great in this as well also the costumes the stepsisters were cecily strong and melissa via senor um cinderella was chloe Feynman. the stepmother was kate mckinnon prince charming was nick jonas obviously and then Keenan thompson was just like the, the footman i got well yeah! he was the footman in more ways than one which had me oh. dead Fuck it. Oh my God. It was perfect. Yeah. They showed up with a, the prince and Keenan show up with a tiny shoe on a pillow and they're looking for the person that wears the shoe and the evil stepmother and the stepsisters were like, don't pay attention to her. She's the woman that we keep in the attic. And Keenan Thompson just had this fucking line that was like, well, that's a crime. And like, normally when people come over to your house, you say, Hey, it's nice to have you here. Welcome to our home. Not, we're keeping a woman in the attic. It was like, yeah, it was, oh my God, it was fucking, it was perfect. It was. And then um, you find out that the slipper was not Cinderella's, but it was actually Mausolina's, who was played by Aidy Bryant. Yeah, it was a weird fucking turn into like, oh, 
bestiality okay and then like she's totally into it she's like well you seem to be into it at 12 or something and he's like well the carrots turned into a pumpkin and she's like i don't know what you were on but that definitely did not happen and she's like oh don't worry you're gonna be a dad and it was oh my god it was like 14 of them and then the evil stepsisters were like we can marry them and become prince it was no no there's also farting and i was like why why are we doing that in this Right. I, I, yeah, I wrote down why fart jokes. Ew. Like there was like, that was just Cecily Strong, like having fart jokes, I think. And it was just like, all right, didn't need to be here. It would have been funny without it. Yeah. I feel like it detracted from the sketch overall. It did. I agree. I, I did really fucking laugh at um, Nick Jonas's line, do you think it's a child's shoe? And Cecily Strong's step- stepsister saying, no, but don't love how casually you said that. And it was like, fuck, that was perfect. So unexpected. Yeah. That was so like, out of nowhere. It was um, so perfect for her. Yeah. There was a bachelor party sketch um, where they're having a bachelor party and it turned into just a a song another song there were so many musical sketches last night um and this was about getting hard with your friends and how it was a tradition it's just so fucking funny um yeah. were, it was like dancing and it felt like a musical yeah it felt like a literal it was another broadway-esque musical number and yeah the line getting hard with my homies was mentioned and again i'm watching this with steve and jack so like I was sitting between two adult men and we were all dying at this. But then at the end, when all of the men are standing in front of a table and their boners lift the table up and it was just like, oh dear God, oh no. Yeah, it was, ba- it was about the tradition of before you get married, you hire strippers and all get hard. And yeah, it- it is a weird tradition when you think about it. It really is. For a lot of reasons. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was watching with, my homies <laughs> and then speaking of homies <laughs> um Nick Jonas sang Spaceman which we already talked a little bit about this was the debut performance of the song and I was into it but you really weren't <laughs> I don't know I just felt he was trying to be like David I don't know it was like a David Bowie weekend style performance I wanted to keep cap in my shrooms and I was just like okay okay I want to say when the Jonas Brothers were popular I was a little too old for that I had some friends who were like oh my god they're so cute but it was that wasn't like the norm yeah and I I think you were at the right age you were at like the target age for the Jonas Brothers so it's like for me I was just like okay, I I can appreciate this, but it's not my thing. And I was not a Jonas Brothers fan. I do appreciate some of their, their their last album was definitely better than their early stuff. And I appreciate some of Joe Jonas's solo work, but not something I'm actively seeking out. It's like, oh, if I happen to hear it, great. But yeah, no, I mean, and that's just, I mean, I, I feel like, I don't know, any music fan can acknowledge like, okay, it's nice, but it's not my thing. And Nick Jonas hopping around with lasers and singing about being a spaceman, not Gilda's thing. I loved it. I also, yeah, I when you first said that he was wearing a sparkly outfit, I had no idea what you were talking about because I just kind of forgot. But now as we're talking about it, I remembered. Yeah. I loved it. 
because <laughs> he looked like a car mechanic in the second performance. It was the first one that was like, okay, Elton, weekend. Oh. Yeah, it, it did have that vibe to it a lot. I also thought it was weird that both Keenan Thompson and Chris Rudd um, introduced him. Does that normally happen? Ever? So when the host is pulling musical duty someone has to they can't introduce themselves so it is often a cast member or someone like so normally the host introduces the musical guest um and the host when they are the musical guest can't be like hi and please watch me like that that'd be weird so keenan and chris red introducing it have you seen keenan on nbc the sitcom the show no i have not no okay it's funny it's good is it yeah um i yeah but they were introducing that i think a their buddies b it was a way to be like oh right they're in that thing and then the second performance was introduced by kevin jonas so because again Nick jonas can't yeah i thought it was adorable so now we have weekend update um which it was okay wasn't yeah. the best update that was the next thing right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i had some yeah, yeah. There were some gems in this weekend update, but it wasn't like the best. Um, Michael Che had some fucking lines, though. Yeah, He's been, he, did. he has been killing it recently. I really hope he goes on and has a stand-up career or something because, like, I would, I would kill to see him do stand-up. I would love it. Yeah, he talked about how the Democrats keep leaving it up to a vote and then taking no for an answer. Um, and normally, like when when he talks about politics, I'm like, because he sometimes goes into weird places. Yeah. Um, but it is kind of frustrating that <laughs> this country is the way that it is right now. And yeah. for the past, you know, 300, 400, 500 years, it's been pretty, pretty shitty over here. So anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> there was a joke about um, Lindsey Graham opposing the minimum wage raising or he was happy that it wasn't in the bill. And it was like, well, it's, he loves fat, fast food spit. And it was like, yep. Uh, Ted Cruz is always uh, the K in fuck, Mary kill, um, which I agree. Um, and that any man that shouts Orlando is awesome. You need to check their hard drive. It's like, fuck yeah. That is true. Orlando can be scary. Yeah. Oh, there was also a joke about Trump making the keynote speech at CPAC and the entire apartment shouted a variation of no or ah, because we didn't know that because it's been so nice not having to deal with that. And we were just like, oh, fuck, this motherfucker is going to get a platform for a night and we're all going to have to hear about it for the next week. I refuse to hear about it. I will simply close my eyes and ears. (laughs) Okay. Sick and tired of it. Uh, There was a joke about how New Jersey's number one syringe supplier is the beach. And Michael Che, like after he said it, he sort of pointed at the audience. It was so fucking funny. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, Kenan Thompson made an appearance as a correspondent. It was LeVar Ball, who is the parent of lamar no lamar lamello i i i don't know they're basketball players i think there might be a lorenzo anyway there was a joke about his fourth son ladingo which he's the australian son and he'll dunk on you and steal your baby it's like okay that's fucking funny um 
Yeah, that was like just ridiculously funny for them. They were both laughing. It was kind of cute. Yeah. I wish that we could see Che for more of that little bit. I felt like he was laughing and I wanted to see it. Yeah. Um, there were some jokes about the United plane engine that fell off somewhere over Colorado, which that's great. Definitely very safe to have just plane engines exploding and falling off of your planes. That is really fucking scary. I have not flown United in years, and this is just another reason why I will never fly them again. Wow, I've flown United um, plenty of times. It's dumb cheap, that's why. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, there was... Oh, I was just going (laughs) to... There's a Muppet sex joke, and I was like, thank fucking God. <laughs> I miss my Muppets, even though this is like, you know, years. <laughs> I would say this is 45 years post Muppet SNL Muppets. There was a Muppet SNL. Yeah, there was a Muppet sex joke. Um, There's a joke about coronavirus being so deadly to Black people that it was put on paid leave. And I was like, oh, fuck. Che, go Yeah, off. I wrote that one down. Yeah. I actually, oh my God, this is not really related but speaking of cops we started watching this show called reno 911 um oh no oh no. i know it's like it's like bad but it's yeah. like bad funny sometimes no it's the first I season remember- it's like season i kind of didn't like there was a joke about um a double ended dildo found on the island of lesbos of course colin joseph's the one who said it yeah um Cecily Strong portrayed Marjorie Taylor Greene, who pulled out a gun in the, she was the new Congress it girl. And then like, no, like the evil clown that preys on children. But it was, she was wearing a shirt that said, trust the science, but it was like S-I-E-N-C-E. And when she sneezed, she like did this shaking seizure thing that came out of fucking nowhere. And she's like, when I was little, someone forgot to say bless you and a demon snuck in. It was really fucking funny. That was hilarious. And like the it girl joke had me laughing because I only just fucking saw it for the first time and I loved it so much. I feel like I probably already talked about it on this fucking podcast, but I'll talk about it again. It was good. Maybe. I mean, I know you've told me at least once that it was absolutely fucking amazing. So it's like, all right, I guess I'll watch it. Um, There was a joke about Mr. Potato Head and how she was defending his God-given potato penis. And then Cecily Strong sneezed again and broke while she was doing her. So she was just laughing halfway through it. Like, okay, that's just something that she probably did for fun once and they worked it in there. Yeah, that was, that was good. I liked that. Um, the next sketch, I meant to rewatch it because I'm pretty sure it was my favorite of the night, but I, I, I didn't rewatch it. It was the Viking Voyager ride sketch where, um, it was five, like, I don't know how old they were because I wasn't paying attention, but they're kids, you know, younger than younger than 18, um, yeah. <laughs> older than 12. Yeah. And so they were going to go on a ride at an amusement park that looks like fucking Maelstrom from Disney World. Rip to that ride is now Frozen <sighs> Ever After. Fuck um, Frozen Ever After. Or some shit Sorry. like that. I actually don't know what it's called. Um, Whatever. And do, do we really care? We don't. Yeah. Maelstrom was better. It was. Kyle Mooney had um, the guy from Soul as his partner, um, Joe Gardner. Oh my God. I was laughing kind of fucking hard every time they called him the guy from Soul. Um, 
and they all you know demonstrated sitting in the little ride vehicles together it was very awkward i i don't know the crowd the audience was not laughing during this it was so funny yeah i did not like it i thought it was kind of i, I don't know they kept calling kyle mooney cuck and i was confused by that I... yeah no that I, it was just like nah i don't know i i found the entire sketch to be awkward and i was with much of the audience and it was like okay not like it just i don't know felt icky and it's it surprises me how some of this stuff gets on the show yeah it was awkward but i think to me it was like awkward funny i was like oh my god i can't believe i'm seeing this right now on my tv yeah and i generally like the more um not bizarre but like i don't know the more oh god it starts with a it starts with an a um absurd yes thank you oh my god perfect oh god same brain um yeah i I generally like the more absurd snl sketches but this was it didn't i was just like nah i don't know next yeah fair um next was the i cannot pronounce her name dion Dion. warwick yeah dion warwick talk show i was so excited to see this again um and she introduced it as the show where she asks celebrities whatever she wants to know there was more singing in this sketch i was here for it though yeah she performed her her hits to introduce segments there was an animal segment at which the bird was squawking before the bird segment started and um he the bird was just like crawling on andrew dismuke's shoulders it was kind of fucking funny um nick jonas portrayed himself and she's like aren't you the most boring on the voice it's like uh, yeah Kanan portrayed the weekend and also there's some does dion warwick hate wendy williams did i miss something have they gotten in twitter fights like what the fuck that was odd. i wished that one of my roommates who isn't here right now was here with me because she would definitely know the answer to this okay um, but i mean because they're both you know like similar uh they got similar careers trajectories i don't fucking know what the hell i'm saying i think they were talk shows maybe i'm making that up they sing no no wendy williams is a talk show host dion warwick was a singer from like the early 70s she had like some soft pop hits and i think they both just like throw shade on twitter but for some reason dion warwick doesn't like wendy williams i really don't know i don't know that many people that do like wendy williams i have no idea um yeah it was interesting to see this one again i was like okay all right yeah it was funny when she said look under your seats and then it was tickets to see her show and she's like that's right see you tomorrow right well and last time it was look under your seats and there was nothing and lauren holt was like there's nothing damn work it's like that's right bitch i don't know you anything and it was very so i was expecting something along those lines so there being a ticket to the same show was funny yeah um then we had nick jonas debut his song this is heaven which was introduced like heaven so cute the song was a bop i loved it yeah this song was a bop i enjoyed it more than the first one um but yeah the outfit i was like eh you mechanic like the outfit was strange um but it looked kind of cool yeah um we had a fucking bizarre 10 to 1 Mm mm-hmm it was a hotel bar with Kate McKinnon uh, flirting with Nick Jonas, and they're both just the strangest motherfuckers ever. Um, yeah. 
It was like first date post COVID, yet it was more awkward and bizarre. It was like bad pickup lines. Kate McKinnon tied a cherry stem into a knot in her boobs. Um, she had tattoos on her knuckles that said love on her right hand and hat on her left. And he's like, oh, did you run out of room for hate? And she's like, no, I love hats. It's like, so fucking hard at that yeah that was really great um there was they were doing like magic tricks and nick jonas did a trick where he pulled a kitten out and the cat was so fucking cute i was so fucking happy to see it and then um you saw a little bit later in the background like definitely not intentional but i was i was excited to see the cat again yeah lauren holt was holding it in the background and like yeah. She was just kind of like chilling there with it, but the camera caught her and she moved off screen real quick. But then at the end, she was holding the cat and dancing with it. That was part of the, yeah, it was so cute. I loved it. Was it. so fucking cute. Yeah. And then, yeah, that was it. There were good nights. Um, yeah. Um, and then there oh, was there a- was a cut for time. Shit, which I didn't watch it. I sent it to you, but I forgot to fucking watch it. So that hang on. so funny. <laughs> Would you like to explain it since it's fresh? Yes, I would. So it was an HGTV home makeover with two bachelors who were recently single or recently separated or something. And it was a fairly nicely furnished apartment and they took everything nice out of it and made it. The living room was a gaming room. The kitchen had an air fryer and Jameson and Kyle Mooney's bedroom had Phillips color changing lights and it was very simple, kind of pathetic, and I've been in a few too many of those apartments, so no. Yeah, when it cut to the makeover, or the, what do you call it, the, the, the yeah, new the apartment, yeah, the I laughed so fucking hard. Oh my god, <laughs> it was so accurate. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was just blank white walls, a poster of Scarface, a poster of the Rat Pack, like stereotypical. posters. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And there was so, like, one shelf that had the Thanos glove on it. Thanos glove, some action figures, you know, normal shit. <laughs> yeah. So that was yeah, the cut was, for time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. My, what didn't hit for you? Um, let me see. Uh, I wrote it down. You know, hold on. The workout mirror ep- episode sketch just to me, the, uh, setup was a bit too complicated for me to get into it even I mean not that I didn't get into it but it was just like I don't know it was a lot yeah and there's P. Davidson just as that thing it was a lot yeah my least favorite or at least what didn't play for me was the junior high school trip to the amusement Ooh. park cuck sketch I was just like what the fuck nah I, I don't like this that was really um, my runner-up <laughs> Yeah, my runner-up was Dion Warwick, because even though we'd seen it before, I thought it was funny, but the fact that we had seen it before and not that long ago was kind of an, all right, okay, we're doing this again. Hey, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> um, my top one was Murder Show. Yeah, my top was Murder Show. I boners was also great but that falls into the runner-up category simply because i was like okay a full-ass musical number about boners 
I never thought I would be the kind, I said this on Twitter, but I never thought I would be the kind of person that liked that. And I thought it was fucking hilarious. So it was funny. I can't relate to as much as I can relate to the murder show one. No, no, exactly. I I mean, yeah, I don't know what it's like to have a boner. Um, Yeah. Murder (laughs) show was fucking perfect. Best of the night. Love it. For sure. Uh, you could find us on social media at Sat Night High Pod. Night is spelled N-I-T-E on Twitter. We are on YouTube, Instagram, Reddit, um, and Facebook. You can find us on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review. Super helpful. We also, our Gmail is Sat Night High Pod, and we have a website, satnighthighpod.com. Yeah, and until then, I'm Steph. And I'm Gilda. Happy highs. Happy highs.